Welcome back, folks, to the Shankly Sessions, the Liverpool podcast we bring you each and every week on the Dynamo Podcast Network on YouTube as part of the upper tier offering. This is your player ratings, Liverpool versus Arsenal. What an absolute belter of a match. Um, Liverpool so dominant all the way through it to a man. Um, absolutely brilliant work out there. The boy Trent there in the background, absolutely bouncing back. Absolutely brilliant again, as always. Um, and this was a huge game to bounce back to as well, because after a poor performance against Brighton and an equally poor performance against West Ham, um, they really needed to bounce back with a big performance in this match, especially with Chelsea playing earlier in the day, the lunchtime kickoff against Leicester and being so dominant against Leicester and making the gap seven points. Um, it would be unrealistic for us to think that we're in a title race if we were to slip seven points behind Chelsea, even at this reasonably early uh, early stage in the season. So it was imperative that we went out there, imposed ourselves, and our broke the actual will of Arsenal and beat them. Um, I have to say, I thought with Arsenal's form coming into the game and us on the back of two poor results as well, and then going off on an international break, I thought the match would be slightly closer than normal. But it kind of panned out in its usual way, the 4-0 or the, the usual 4-0s and 5-1s that we usually get. Goals, of course, from Mane. Beautiful header. What a, what a ball in from Trent. Beautiful header. Um, sublime little goal from Jota where he just skips by people and puts Ramsdale on his arse and just taps it in. Brilliant goal. Salas, what can we say about that? Absolutely brilliant with Mane. Um, and then the fourth goal, Tacky at the back post after coming on. Delighted for that chap getting his goal in front of the cop. It was absolutely brilliant to see. And his celebration and how happy he was was absolutely brilliant. But look, we know how important it was, so let's get into these player ratings. Alison Becker, I gave a seven. He had very little to do, but those couple of times when he did have like that save with his foot and stuff like that from Aubameyang, like... It's those moments when you see how world-class a keeper is, isn't it? And especially on the back, I mean, he would have been proper pissed at his performance against West Ham. You know, he really had to shoulder a lot of the blame for at least two of the goals, if not three. So to bounce back the way he did shows what a world-class player he is, that you take that West Ham game, you park it, you move on, and you come back even stronger in the next game. And people would say arguably against even stronger opposition, but not necessarily when they visit Anfield under the lights. And it did feel like that, didn't it? Under the lights tonight, it felt like it was an evening kickoff, like a Champions League kickoff. Crowd were absolutely fantastic as well. But I gave I gave Allison Becker a seven, so great bounce back from him, and good to see he's back at it. Trent, I mean, what can we say about Trent? He's just unbelievable. The absolute competitive nature of him between himself and Reese James at the moment is, you know, it's anything you can do, I can do better. And they're both going at it with each other and stuff like that. It's absolutely brilliant. And what a, what a situation Gareth Southgate finds himself in, having this wealth of talent at his exposure. I gave Trent a eight. Um, absolutely brilliant. I mean, his, his delivery into the box, his balls, his vision, you know, as an attacking player, just incredible division that he has, you know. And with the way the game panned out, he didn't have to do a whole lot of defending anyway. So I gave him a night, absolutely brilliant. He was a show for a man of the match, um, but we'll get into that later. Joel Matterboy gave a seven. He didn't have a whole lot to do, really, you know what I mean? Not much defending. Okay, the occasional break and he stepped up in midfield and stuff like Joel just doing what Joel does makes the job look very easy was very steady against Arsenal and all even when they pressed sometimes in the final tour but it didn't happen too often 
Virgil likewise gave him a seven. He had the odd test. Um, brilliant tackle on Aubameyang, of course, shortly after the interval. That interception was absolutely brilliant. So, But um, solid from Virgil, as you'd expect as well. I mean, when you put Virgil van Dijk and John Matt up together, I mean, normally it's solid as be damned. So, um, yeah, Virgil bouncing back. The next one up was one that I had called for. Um, I had suggested on previous episodes that I wanted Robbo to come out of the team for a bit and be rested. No disrespect to Robbo at all. We know he's a fabulous player and all. But the boy Costas has been knocking on the door. Um, and when he's come into the side, he's been absolutely brilliant, I think. So I gave him a seven. I think he linked up well with Mane. But his delivery of his ball into the box is absolutely exquisite. And his battling nature and stuff like that. Like, he's just gets stuck in, you know, like even when he had to dust up against the likes of Saka and stuff like that, he stood up and took responsibility. I think sometimes the uh, the intricate play between himself and Mane doesn't quite come off, but we can see what they want to do. And I think over time, if he gets a bit of time in the team and gets playing with Mane, I think that will become as good as the, you know, the link up thinking play that him and Robbo have, which has taken time to come together over a long period of playing together. So I think for Costas to be shown as even now what he's about, imagine what he's going to be if he gets a decent run in the team and stuff like that with Mane. You could see the kind of little passes and stuff that they wanted to do. So yeah, I gave Costas a, a seven. The Greek scouts are in our team. Brilliant. Fabinho, I gave a nine. I mean, he's just excellent. You know what I mean? He's just, he is without a doubt probably the best player in the world in that position. There's no doubt about it. I can't think of anyone comes even close to him. Just absolutely outstanding. Breaks up the play all the time. Drives the team forward all the time. Shadows the back four. Just does a brilliant, like he does the work of two and three men at times in there. You know what I mean? And just always available, you know, preventing Aubameyang racing clear today and all. And, just an outstanding player, and he is our man of the match without a shadow of a doubt. Give him a nine, so absolutely brilliant. Tiago came on and gave him an eight. Uh, Tiago was absolutely, I think he was excellent today in controlling the passing and the tempo. His distribution was, you know, absolutely vital today. And like that performance, we have really needed to see from Tiago because at times he's come into the team and he hasn't shown us what he can really do. But I think tonight he, um, he stood up in a, in, in a midfield that was a tough midfield as well with Thomas Partey in there and stuff like that, who has been in really good form recently and stuff like that. So I think for Tiago to come in there and nullify that midfield with his passing and his play and stuff like that, I just thought he was outstanding. So I gave him an eight, absolutely brilliant. And great to see him putting in that performance. And even when he came off, the reception that he got when he was coming off, like for the young lad coming on, who we'll get on to later on, you know, it was absolutely brilliant. Ox is one I want to talk about. Um, you know, he's been getting a lot of stick over the last couple of months. You know, he's come into the side and at times he's sublime and then like his final thoughts in that moment just let him down. He doesn't know what to do once he gets there, once he arrives into that position. So I gave him an eight today. I thought his driving runs against Arsenal really pushed him back, you know, and he, he broke up a lot of play and harassed him in the moment and stuff like that and all. And he needed to put in a big performance as well because he's been one that's kind of on the fringes and stuff like that. But he needs to lay down a marker if he wants to be part of the team on a consistent basis. Um, I think he still could deliver a little bit more in the final third. But I think in terms of his work rate today, you can see his match fitness, that, that match awareness, and even the awareness of his teammates and what they're trying to do is starting to get into his mind and he's starting to figure it out. But I gave him an eight today. I couldn't complain about Ox. I have in the past. The, the, the jury is still out really on whether he could be a proper starting 11. 
but I think today I think he did really really well Mo Salah gave an 8 um, delighted to see him back on the score sheet um, but absolutely brilliant but when you look at him I mean like he just he turned Gabriel and Tavares inside out today absolutely with the movement and stuff like that and he's just the one thing I've noticed about him is he's nearly celebrating his his assists and that, that intricate play as much as he is his goals and it's fantastic to see with him. It's a totally new dimension to Mo Salah that we're seeing this season, where he's constantly looking to try and play people in all the time. It's not necessarily pick up the ball, and he's having to just shoulder the responsibility solely for scoring the goals. But he's now the man who's looking to put Jota in or put Mane in or intricate pass with Trent or a pass into Jordan or whatever it is. So he's always looking to put someone in as well, and it means as much to him as scoring. Obviously, he wants to win the Golden Boot, and that's without a shadow of a deal. But this new dimension to his game that we're seeing, where he has a knife for the moment, is really, really cool to see. So give him an eight. Jota, I gave a seven to. You know, took his goal lovely, of course, and stuff like that and all, you know what I mean? But really, really clever. Um, and also, also had a big part to play in the third one, you know. But again, I just find at times as well, as much as he's moving and stuff like that and all, Sometimes at times he still drifts in and out of games a little bit um, and doesn't be quite as switched on as maybe he should be. But it's only a little small thing, really, you know. But today I thought I thought the way he moved that ball past the player and then he put Ramsdale on his arse and literally just walked the ball into the net. Shows what the Ogo Jota is all about. So I gave him a seven today. Sadio Mane, I gave an eight to. I thought Sadio was excellent today. Um you know, he was really targeted by Arsenal when you think about it. Tommy Atsu there was like, they were having a right war with each other today and both of them ended up on their backsides on numerous occasions to the point where it caused a proper boil over between Arteta and Klopp. I thought it was going to absolutely lift off on the sideline this evening, but it didn't, thank God. They both got booked, obviously, but it was um, both managers were fighting in terms of the treatment of their players by each other's player and stuff like that and all, but Mane is just, he's just one of those again, isn't he? He just takes up the ball and when he breaks and the power and the pace and Arsenal just couldn't live with him. They just didn't know what to do with him. And, and, and that's a case for a lot of teams he plays against. So it's no disrespect to Arsenal, you know. But I gave him an eight today, you know what I mean? Absolutely brilliant. That header that he took, I mean, you couldn't get a better cross onto a head. But, you know, in recent times, he's been missing a couple of them. Only a small team, but today he was on fire today and he looked like he was up for it and he was at it. And there was a kind of a nastiness to what he wanted to show as well. And I've often spoken on the show about that nastiness that I like to see in players. Like when Costas comes into the team, he shows that little bit of grit and nastiness that we want from our players, you know. Um, Jordan came on for Ox on 76, obviously helped to spark the fort with his first touch. Um, gave him a seven. You can't really judge him really on 14 minutes really, but you know. We always say if Jordan Henderson's in the side, we're a better side for it and stuff like that. So the captain came on and was delighted he had come on. Um, not much more to say. Tacky is one I want to mention. I was so happy to see him come on. I know Jotham went off in 76, but he scored the fourth with his first touch and right in front of, it's his first Anfield goal right in front of the, the cop, you know what I mean? So like, what more would you want? You know what I mean? That you come on for Diogo Jota, who's already scored a lovely goal and performed reasonably well. And then to score with your first touch in front of the cop to make it like 4-0 was absolutely brilliant. And I was delighted for Tacky. And the way he ran off and celebrated, he's an absolute fireball of energy. And it's brilliant to see it, you know, it was brilliant. This this is one I wanted to spark about. Tyler Morton came on. 
looks only like a young lad, like a fledgling, like a kid. But imagine how proud he must have felt standing on the sideline there with Klopp getting his moment and coming on. And the way Thiago went over, Thiago went over and he embraced him. He said, go out there, kid, basically, you know, and express yourself, you know. You know, it was just an unbelievable moment there, you know. And 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 these are the moments that as fans we live for, you know, a young lad, you know, you go back through the years, if you're as old as I am, and you remember Gerard coming on and Carragher coming on and these players to get these moments. And Tyler Martin tonight must feel like a million bucks after coming on in a game like that. Okay, he only got six, seven, eight minutes or whatever it was, but it doesn't matter. Most of us guys that donate a left arm to get two minutes in that position, you know what I mean? So hats off to Tyler Martin, absolutely brilliant. Um, and just fantastic, you know. So, yeah, this has been your player ratings. Um, brilliant day at the office. Um, always makes it easier for me doing the episodes and I'm doing player ratings when we win and win comfortably and win well and be so dominant against an Arsenal team, as I said already, that we're banging form and stuff like that. Um, but it just goes to show I've been talking on these episodes a lot about where there's, there's levels and we lay down markers and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And I really think in the league, I know we say anyone can beat anyone and we've seen it. Brighton got a draw against us at Anfield. We lost to West Ham and stuff like that. You've seen it last week or the week before with Chelsea and Burnley to get a draw and stuff like that. But the reality is there's Chelsea, Liverpool and Man City and then there's everyone else. And there's a massive gap to that everyone else without a shadow of a doubt in terms of the performance of those three teams. And it's going to be an unbelievable title race um, that all three teams and all three fan bases are fired up for. So I hope you enjoyed the player ratings. Let us know your thoughts in the comments. As always, you'll get us on uh, on Twitter at, Shank, at Sessions Shankly, or you'll get us on Facebook and Instagram, The Upper Tier. You'll find the videos on the Dynamo Podcast Network. You'll find the audio versions of the show on Spotify. Let us know your thoughts. Give it a share, like, and subscribe. Help us out here with a few subs and all that kind of good stuff if you can. And we will be back again real soon. Let's do this, Red Men.